Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hey, Cleveland, this is Tristan Thompson of the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you're listening to Sports Fix. Sports Fix listeners, do you tweet? So do we. So tweet with us 24-7 at the Sports Fix CLE. Hey guys, J-Rock here from the Sports Fix, and we always talk about using our platform to try to help the world and the society we live in, and everywhere I go and everywhere we go, bullying is one of the problems in today's society. There's nothing worse than any person, big or small, strong or weak, adult or child, feeling picked on, pushed around, vulnerable, and victimized at the hands of a bully. Change comes one person at a time, and my good friends at No Such Thing as a Bully are working on skills and techniques and ways that we can all change and make things better for everyone. Find out more at nosuchthingasabully.com. Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Harry Buffalo. Harry Buffalo, join the herd. Live in Ohio, it's time to get your fix. The Sports Fix. That's my signal. Welcome in, you guys, as we crack that microphone. We get this thing going. It is the uh, traditional midweek hump day edition of the Sports Fix. But we, my friends, are going to body slam. We're going to drop kick. We're going to pile drive that hump day right through the middle of the week. You know where I'm going. I mean, beyond the traditional wrestling euphemisms, it's even more of a body slam in addition to the Sports Fix today. My main man. My Ace Boone Coon, the uh, <clears throat> world heavyweight champion, my boy, Ethan Carter the Third, EC3. You guys around here, in Northeast Ohio, may remember him as, you know, he's been Derek Bateman, he's been Michael Hutter, the Deviant, he's been many different things. He started right here in Northeast Ohio, and he's rocking and rolling. And you can see him with his first title defense tonight on Destination America, but he will be here. Just a little bit later, second segment of the show, my man EC3 is going to join us, and we're going to talk. Hey, we're not just going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk about his journey to where he got. We're going to talk Cleveland sports because my man has got all kinds of opinions on all the different things going on in Cleveland sports. It's going to be a fun conversation when TNA Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion Ethan Carter III joins us here 
a little bit later on in today's broadcast. We're going to talk about all the things that happened since we were here on Monday. Of course, we were out of studio yesterday. The Mo Flow, Mo Gotti coming back home. I'll talk about that in a minute. I'm happy. I know some of you aren't. Some of you are. Put me in the side of the people that are very happy that the Mo Flow will be going eeny, meeny, miny, Mo Williams deep in the queue again this season. Enjoy the moment. I've got more of those puns here to come. Enjoy the moment. Cavs fans. We'll talk about Mo Williams coming back. Uh, actually, him and LeBron James, quite a, quite an effective tandem previously. And I'll tell you, um, as it, well, I'll get into the, the numbers and all of that stuff here in a little bit, but uh, definitely a good depth signing for the Cavs. And hey, uh, keeping up tit for tat, talk about a depth signing. Man, David West going to the Spurs. My Lord, they are loading up perhaps the best front court in basketball. We'll talk about the goings on. NBA free agency, Mo Williams coming home. The Indians, Jason Kipnis going to the All-Star game. Corey Kluber putting it down last night. Corey Kluber stopped. Man, I don't know if he knew what to do with himself. He was pitching with the lead and everything, man. I don't know if he even knew how to handle that last night. He did, and the Indians won. Uh, snapped that losing streak there against Houston. Let's talk about all of that, you guys. Let's get rolling. I'm ready. Are you ready? Then let's do the thing, the Sports Fix thing. Welcome in, you guys, to the show. This is the Sports Fix. I, of course, am here as your host, as the conductor coordinator of the madness call me whatever you will big daddy of destruction the big daddy on the microphone just call me happy to have you guys here i am j-rock jerry myers glad to have you here each and every weekday at noon live across the sports fix radio network maybe you're listening live on tune in tune in's radio and digital apps worldwide one of the best places to enjoy the show every day perhaps you're enjoying us live on Spreaker.com, on Mixler, their respective digital and mobile apps as well. Maybe you're one of the many that listen every day right off our home base, the sportsfix.net. It is your one-stop shop. It's the mothership, if you will, the one-stop shop for all things Cleveland sports, sports fix, sports headlines. It's all there. Our social media widgets built in the page. And again, you may come across some construction there because, as I mentioned last week, the page is being uh, transitioned into some a more mobile device friendly formats, I guess would be the best way to put it. So uh, there'll be some changes going on over the next little bit there, but it'll just make things even better for you. If you haven't bookmark it today, the as well. Cannot forget about you guys. Thousands of you around the world who listen to the show 24 hours a day, not live, but on digital delay because you guys are all over the map. I mean, seriously, I show guys all the time the list. I go, look at this. Look at this. Kazakhstan. How what, what are why are 12 people listening to to us talking about Cleveland sports? You know, that's an exaggeration and the truth all at the same time. However you're doing it, thank you guys for joining us 24/7 around the world on sites like iHeartRadio, the world's largest internet radio provider, on iTunes, on Stitcher Radio and CarPlay and all of the other newfangled ways that they've come out for you guys to feed, subscribe, download, podcast, whatever it is, however you do it. I call it getting your fix, and I thank you guys each and every day for doing just that. And don't just get it. Don't just listen to it. Don't just share it with the world. No message. I actually want you to go share it with the world right now. Click the share button wherever you're listening to the show. Tell somebody else to tune in, and then you be the voice of the sports fix. That's your job. You don't get paid for it, but it's your job each and every day. Be the voice of the sports fix, whether it's on the phones, whether it's on social media, 
Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Tweet with us at The Sports Fix CLE. Pick up the phone and give me a call, 216-539-7535. No matter what your way, email us, thesportsfix at AOL.com 24-7. Not just live, I know so many of you guys listen to this thing in the ether throughout the entire course of the day. Make sure you interact with us. I love hearing from you guys. I always say nothing makes me, well, maybe not at 3 o'clock in the morning, but when I wake up and I've got those 100-plus notifications and you guys are listening in the middle of the night, but it's, you know, the morning wherever you are. As I said, over in the Ukraine or whatnot, I love it. Make sure you stay in touch with me. 216-539-7535. Facebook and Twitter, Daddy. Facebook.com slash The Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix CLE email list, the Sports Fix at AOL.com. Quick, a couple, real quick before we dive into, uh, you know, the whole uh, nitty gritty sports talk thing. I got a chance last night for the first time to catch up on the first couple of episodes of the new, uh, the new show on HBO Ballers. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but I highly recommend that you do. If you've got HBO, go out of your way to go check it out. And if you if you don't, I'm not. encouraging anything illegal but uh, find a way to go watch the show because i will tell you you'll be glad you did do you guys remember playmakers the it's got a lot of that of that vibe to matter of fact uh, my friend and i last night as we were watching it he he looks over he goes man how did they get the nfl to let them use the, the, like the one guy was uh, uh, the theoretical general manager of the Cowboys, and he had the Cowboys shirt on. And it, with how touchy they were about playmakers, because I'll tell you what, third episode there that I was watching last night, uh, there was a scene that very much mimicked real life with the party on the boat, and there's girls, and there's boobies out, and drugs are being passed around, and, and athletes are doing things that are not good and pictures are being taken and posted. And it's just, Hey, it's a part of life that's real, which I understand. But the last time that they did something like that, the NFL was not happy with the play. They'll, they'll deny it to this day. They'll deny it to this day, but I'll tell you what, I've got a friend who's got the actual DVD copy of that series. I dare you to go out anywhere and try to find a copy of Playmakers because it doesn't exist anymore because it's been gobbled up. The NFL wants nobody to see that side of things. Uh, ESPN got all kinds of heat, no matter what those guys will tell you about uh, when they did Playmakers. But this uh, ballers very much, except it's got Dwayne Johnson. And, of course, I'm a big mark for The Rock anyway. I think that what he does... He's very, he's just such a multi-talented, versatile actor. But this, if you picked one role and said, well, I don't want to see him do this. I don't want to see him do that. This is the one that he's written for. I mean, he is uh, custom made for a role like this. It's kind of, like I said, a mix of take a little entourage, take a little bit of uh, Arliss, if you remember that show uh, from back in in the 90s there. Take a little bit of those, sprinkle a whole lot of playmakers over top of this thing, and you've got ballers. And, uh... I got a chance to see the first couple of episodes. I just, I behoove you guys, if you're into that sort of thing and you're looking for something new, that's the show that I suggest you get into because, again, The Rock played very well. Plus, uh, it really, it's it does a great job. I mean, again, and I've only seen the first three episodes that have come out, so who knows, it could jump the shark very quickly. But, you know, already it brushes on so many storylines that kind of like really... Whoever is the, and I don't know the writing staff to give them credit for this, but the writing staff did a good job, I think. of, And that's why I'm shocked that, that uh, the NFL is cool with this and that they're, well, 
you know, going along with it the way they have because it definitely shows a cutting edge side of the real things that happen uh, on the other side of sports. And there's some some funny parts and some not, you know, you watch a, you know, the one storyline that's been heavy in the first couple is about the guy who's got his money in the hands of his of a friend instead of uh, somebody who's taking care of it. And meanwhile, uh, the guy's just spending him dry out there and, and taking care of uh and and just rushly, you know, and and different things like that, and very very good, uh, very good storylines if you're hip to the life of the modern day athlete. So again, I I tell you guys, if you get a chance, go out there and check it out. I think I think the first run, if you have HBO, I think the first run of it is on Sunday nights, I believe. Again, I watched all three recorded episodes last night, so I didn't watch it live. I don't know exactly when it comes on, but uh, it's definitely worth the time to go check it out. As I said, especially. If you did enjoy the Playmakers series, you know, the, the the few episodes you were allowed to see before the NFL sent little, they sent those little men in black guys around with the, with the thing, with the red light, you know, Will Smith putting it in front of you. They sent one of those around and uh, got everybody who saw Playmakers with those. But uh, it does, it has a lot of those vibes. And of course, as I said, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, great job carrying that thing. A lot of cameos in the first couple episodes. So uh, that was some good watching. And I recommend you guys go out there and, uh, and check that out too. While we're plugging things that are not the sports fix here real quick, uh, since I got a funny feeling that there's quite a few wrestling fans listening today due to Ethan Carter, the third joining us here in a little bit. Uh, speaking of wrestling, all kinds of stuff coming up, big stuff here on this end this month. I know I've heard from many of you guys that are coming out. This is one of the cool things, the schedule uh, all over the place this summer. And not only is it cool to get back on the road and be out there wrestling, but it, it enables now the sports fix and that to kind of come together. And many of you guys get a chance to come out and check things out and see, uh, not just see the wrestling shows, but come out and see me in person in a different realm than the sports fix here it's been such a great way to meet many of you guys in person and uh, i look forward to doing that some more back in erie here this this upcoming saturday and then got some big ones coming up uh in pittsburgh in two weeks on the 25th at the altar bar which is the one of the bigger concert halls in uh pittsburgh pennsylvania then the big weekend at the end of the month and this one i'm looking forward to it because i've already heard from people in each market that weekend that are coming out that have, have are not necessarily wrestling fans per se that are coming out because of the sports fix to meet me for the first time Friday, August 31st in Chicago at the Odium Sports and Expo Center. That's going to be fantastic. All kinds of great response. And as I said, I've already heard from a few guys. I'm very much looking forward to seeing you guys in Chicago. August 1st, All Pro Freight Stadium right here in Avon. It's going to be a big show with the Lake Erie Crushers. And this entire weekend, all three of these shows I'm telling you about, Brett the Hitman Hart, WWE Hall of Famer, legendary talent. I mean, just one of the best of the best of the best. Best of the best of the best, sir. With honors, Brett the Hitman Hart, Alita, WWE Hall of Fame diva, Rhino from WWE NXT, the full-blooded Italians, and Shane Douglas from ECW Nostalgia will be there. Raymond Rowe from uh, Ring of Honor Wrestling and War Machine will be there. So many other guys, of course. I'll be there. Uh, tons of the ARW stars will be there. Some of the best young talent going out there today. Go check it out, you guys. As I said, 31st of this month, Chicago at the Odium, the 1st of August, right here outside of Cleveland, Avon All-Pro Freight Stadium, check that one out, and then just announced yesterday, Sunday, 
August the 2nd, the same tour wraps up in Dayton, Ohio, at the legendary Hera Arena. Many, many great wrestling pay-per-views have taken place from there uh, 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 over the years. The Hera Arena in Dayton, the, the Heat Wave pay-per-view back in 98. Big one there. I remember how awesome that one was. That was the... the that was like the peak of that. Anyways, going to the Hera Arena, the same tour, wrapping things up August 2nd. I'll tell you guys more about that stuff later. Make sure you check it out. Follow the social media, and I'll let you guys know about that. All right, man. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That's where we're going to start. Mo Williams. And we'll jump onto the uh, the tribe here in just a minute. But let's pick up right there, talking about what we mentioned at the beginning of the show, which is the return of the Mo flow deep in the queue as Mo Williams the former Cavalier is now the current Cavalier again. Many of you, unless you're under a rock, may have uh, heard that bit of news that came out yesterday. Mo Williams signed a two-year, $4.5 million contract to return to play for the Cavaliers. Of course, Mo Williams was here during the first incarnation of LeBron and then headed out. And matter of fact, as part of that trade that brought back the, uh, the pick for Kyrie Irving, now that Mo Williams is back, technically... The Cavaliers traded Jamario Moon straight up for Kyrie Irving, I believe, would be how the math on that trade adds up. Speaking of, Jamario Moon does want to come back. I think I saw him on Twitter. He wants to bring the Goose Age back somewhere right now. Booby Gibson is putting up three-pointers. He's, he's, he's putting them up. Baby, I got to shoot threes, man. Time to put the crew. They're putting the band back together. Damon Jones has been on an elliptical for seven and a half days now. He's like, I got I to gotta get back into game shape. Danielle Marshall is somewhere shooting threes in an empty gym up in Connecticut right now. They're going to put the band back together. And I'm joking because some of you guys have been uh, – tongue-in-cheek with that with me here about Moe. Hey, why don't we just put the whole crew together? But but seriously, you guys, think about the first off. First off, Mo Williams is not Sean Marion. Mo Williams is not over the hill. Mo Williams is not even at that point where you have to wonder that. As you saw just this past season, he had the big game with 52 points that he had. But when he was coming off the bench, which was for two-thirds of the season there with Minnesota. He was averaging about 12.5 points a game, but his shooting percentage, uh, his uh, efficiency was right up there with uh, some of the better, more efficient seasons in his career, which is the true sign, not just the points per game assists. Those numbers per game are variable. They depend on your minutes, on your teammates, and all of that. But your player efficiency is different, and Mo Williams in many ways is as good as he's been at at that point part of things but you know not just that when he was traded to Charlotte and his minutes jumped up his points jumped back up he was up to nearly 17 and a half points a game um he is and on top of that you know when you look at what Mo Williams has done and this okay this is kind of a given for anybody when you play with LeBron James many guys statistically their points go up because LeBron finds guys learns their spots he's very good at distributing all that all, all the stuff we already know uh and those two particularly are incredibly efficient together uh, bringing out the best of each other. So think about this. First thing I'm going to do when we're talking about Mo Williams is let's look at the reality of the fact that many people haven't talked about this yet, but on top of the fact that you've now upgraded your backup point guard position, because I'll still take Mo over Delhi for for the the bulk of certain minutes, but I want Delhi for what he does too. But I don't want Delhi for 25 minutes a night. I want Delhi 
for 15, 12 minutes a night, you know? And I think that this could allow him to fit much more into a role that he can be not just okay, but beyond that, that he can be incredibly efficient for the Cavaliers. So that's one big part of it is obviously you've now upgraded in general your backup point guard position. And speaking of those, I'll throw out a name here before I'm done of somebody nobody's talking about that I'm very curious to see if he can catch on. Summer League is coming, and I'm going to be interested in watching those boys because they've got a point guard there that they picked up undrafted. And we'll get into that here. You know my Horizon League bias is going to come out. I think some of you know where I'm going. But Mo Williams, the other thing about this is Kyrie Irving, it is not a lock, stock, and guaranteed barrel here that he's playing basketball at the start of the basketball season. Why put a deadline on when Kyrie Irving needs to be healthy after coming off of fracturing his kneecap and all of the other stuff that he did? Yes, you think three months is plenty of time, but as you know, uh, number one, these things go on their own time frame as it is. But number two, there's no guarantee on that here. And especially Kyrie, um, you want to make sure that you, you you give him as much time as possible. Guess what? Mo Williams gives the Cavaliers a luxury that Delhi did not because would you let's let's just theoretically propose that Mo that uh, Kyrie Irving is 70%, 80% when training camp rolls around and the season gets ready to start. Do you want him to start the season and push his way through that and, and work his way through as we see the grind of a season where guys get injured and by attrition, a team gets lowered little by little? Or would you like him, if he's not 100%, to be in no rush to come back? Because, you know, that's a very realistic possibility. And Mo Williams can be plugged right in there for the first month of the season if need be, for the first six weeks. For however long it is, Mo Williams can be your starter, and then Delhi can give you a good quality backup to him. You, I just believe that that is another reason why you should look at this in a different light. It's not just as a good backup, but he is the ability, has the ability to run the point and be, and boy, be the type of distributor as well that really plays well. And I go back to this playing well with LeBron James. Um, Matter of fact, of the 117 basketball players who have played basketball with LeBron James in his career, only three players have averaged better points per game playing with LeBron than Mo Williams. That's that's actually surprising to me. Dwayne Wade, Kyrie Irving, Chris Bosh. The three superstars that LeBron James has played with in his career are the only teammates he's had who have been better statistical teammates than Mo Williams during his career, which is kind of interesting. And in assists, Mo Williams is the third best assister of the players that LeBron James has played with. So, you know, obviously it goes without saying that Mo's best seasons were with the Cavs here, but I go back to his player efficiency rating. When you look at where he was at that time and where he is now, you'll see he was never more efficient than he was when he was with the Cavs, but he stayed very efficient here during the last few seasons. He is very much, matter of fact, and, and I won't get into the, the total metrics of this here because you get into that stat geek stuff, but his player efficiency rating this past season for Mo Williams was higher 
than his career average. That, to me, is a guy that has a lot left to, to go in the tank there. And that changes the dynamics of things, too. By the way, uh, Joe Johnson. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Some trade out the window as. Uh... As many people speculated uh, Monday, and I told you guys, the Verizal thing, word out of the Cavaliers is they've had no talks with anybody about trading Anderson Verizal. That was complete media-fueled speculation, as many of us said Monday when we were talking about that. But this changes that because you don't go after a Joe Johnson now. You don't now, though. Interesting talks now. Jamal Crawford was a name I heard out there. The Haywood contract is clearly in the in the focus now where the Cavaliers can dump this thing and what they can do but this adds another piece to it here here J.R. Smith remains an important part of the question now where do the Cavs decide to go there uh they've got with what they spent on Mo Williams they've got 1.4 or so million dollars left of the mid-level exemption that they could spend plus their, the veteran minimum that they can do. And then, uh, obviously, they're handling their own business with their own guys. But there's still an ability there for them to perhaps do something else. And as I mentioned, and I'll end it with this, and we'll talk some more. I'm sure EC3's got some opinions on the, the Cavaliers here, and we'll get into that. We're going to talk all kinds of Cleveland sports. We're not just going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk all kinds of things with Ethan Carter the third, the TNA World Champion, who joins us next. But Summer League is coming as the Cavs sent out their roster. Uh, I've gotten into the habit, maybe because the Cavs have been going young for the past few years, but I've enjoyed watching Summer League play for the last couple of years. I'm going to do the same this year. You've got some interesting names on the uh, on the Cavaliers roster. Many of these guys you've never heard. As a matter of fact, somebody sent me a message yesterday and said, who are these guys? I've never heard of any of them. I said, I get it. Like, I, I know where you're coming from. But you've obviously got the draft picks. You've got Rakeem Christmas and Sir Dominic Pointer. I'm very much excited to see those guys get out there and see where they are at this stage. Are they able? Because we'll get an idea. Are they? Are we looking Canton? Are they developmental? Or do these guys, one or two or three of them maybe, have a shot to play for those bottom spots on the roster and kind of youthen things up a little bit there? Rakeem Christmas, Sir Dominic Pointer, Joe Harris is going to go down there and play. He was the Cavs draft pick last year. And I'm just going to throw a name out here at you guys, and, and I'm going to leave it out there. I said, here's one that nobody's talking about. Talking about that maybe fourth point guard position. Kiefer Sutton. 
excuse me, Kiefer Sykes from Wisconsin Green Bay coming out of the Horizon League. That kid can ball. Can he ball at the NBA level? We'll find out, and I want to see what he does in summer league here. But Kiefer Sykes can ball. He's a six-flat, 180-pound point guard there. Young kid, as I said, coming out of the Horizon League. We saw him a bit because of the Vikings here this year, and I'm very, very excited to see what uh, what happens here with that because hey hey many guys are summer league heroes i understand that but i i mean with a team like the Cavs, i think one of the secrets when you're that high with the salary and and obviously the luxury tax all these things that we've been talking about and stuff you know finding a couple of young guys to a balance the the payroll back down and then b to keep the youth you know you, you have a few of them you just you gotta have that you cannot have an entire team um, and don't don't get me started. By the way, I was joking with my buddy. I said I said, hey man, not trying to be Skip Bayless, but how many All Stars does it take to win LeBron James a championship in Cleveland? And I'm just joking. Don't don't jump on me, guys. But we were joking because over the weekend, you know, these stories pop out. They they got Kevin Love, you know, Kyrie's here, LeBron. Then they traded for Mozgov and Shump and Smith. And then you know we were scrolling through a newsfeed, and you see, yeah, now all we need to do is trade for Joe Johnson and sign David West and and Jamal Crawford. And I'm like, man, sure does take an awful lot of all stars for the world uh, world's greatest player to carry them to a championship. And I'm joking, I'm joking, but it is kind of funny. Uh, when you see people say that, because I'm like, come on now, I, you all want the Cavs to have the $300 million payroll. I mean, I get it. I mean, people will complain about Anderson Verizal making $9 million, but want Joe Johnson and his $25 million contract. Anyways, uh, players like the, these younger guys, you can get two or three of them. And probably, in all honesty, maybe one or two of these guys has a shot to get any kind of vague number of minutes here because this is definitely a championship team this year a veteran team they're not gonna be out here playing a ton of rookies but sir dominic pointer david blatt said point blank with the depth issues last year that cat could have been playing in the finals if need be for the cavaliers keep an eye on him keep an eye on rakeem christmas and keep an eye on Kiefer sykes man i'm telling you that kid he'll be a guy i think that goes back and forth uh to canton all season long to develop if he makes it out of summer league and out of training camp guys we didn't even touch on the indians we'll get into that here in a minute so much more to do don't go anywhere let's get the break going we'll be right back and i will not be alone ethan carter the third the tna impact wrestling world heavyweight champion joins us next we're going to talk about some tna wrestling being the world champion and lots and lots of cleveland sports with ec3 Coming up next, after the news, here on The Fix. The Sports Fix, the show that asks the question. What you talking about, Will? What you talking about, Will? What you talking about? What you talking about? What you talking about, Will? We'll be right back. The wait is finally over, guys. Baseball season is here at last, and the excitement continues all season long. Here we go again at DraftKings.com, the official daily fantasy partner of Major League Baseball. 
Daily fantasy means no season-long commitments, just instant cash, instant gratification. Why wait until the end of the season to claim victory when you can win huge cash every day? At DraftKings, it's like a brand new season every time you play. Just select two pitchers and eight position players, stay under your salary cap, and you could be on your way to an enormous payday. Last year, Peter from Colorado won a million bucks at DraftKings in one day just playing fantasy baseball. Hundreds of thousands of fantasy sports fans, just like you and I, have already cashed in at DraftKings. Now it's your turn, baby. Hurry to DraftKings.com now and enter promo code SPREAKER to play for free. You could win part of the $300 million. Yes, I said $300 million in prizes being awarded this baseball season. Use promo code SPREAKER for free entry now at DraftKings.com. DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Hey, this is Scott Fujita, and you're listening to the Sports Fix no football? No problem at Harry Buffalo North Olmstead. From their awesome wing Mondays to every single Cavaliers and Buckeye Hoops games in full HD, the excitement never stops. Every day of the week brings a different set of food and amazing drink specials. Fight fans, Harry Buffalo North Olmstead is the home for every UFC pay-per-view live on the big screens. And let's not forget their mouth-watering trademark, the Bison Burger. Nobody does bison like Harry Buffalo. The perfect combination of healthy and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get to Harry Buffalo, just outside Great Northern Mall today. Harry Buffalo, Buffalo. join the herd. herd. Man, do I love card night. You ready, boys? You got a king? Go fish that. Oh, come on. (laughs) This is WWE superstar Titus O'Neil. The smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Fantasy sports lovers, you put so much time, hard work, and effort into playing week to week that it quickly stops being a fantasy and starts getting real. Real time spent making real decisions, creating real victory. I'm the greatest man in the world! And when the smoke clears, you want to show off those victories with a real prize. I mean, a really real prize. Nobody Nobody does does that that like like Fantasy Fantasy Jocks. Jocks. The crew over at Fantasy Jocks have beautiful, high-quality, and heavy-duty championship belts, rings, trophies, and so much more for all your fantasy sports needs. The trophy's 12 feet high, and it is glorious! Football, baseball, hoops, you name it, they have it. Plus, they have awesome draft kits and party supplies to make all your preseason activities the envy of everyone. If your league needs a ring, belt, or trophy, or you want to upgrade what you already have, there's literally only one place to go. If you're going to be a fantasy jock, do it right. It's mine. The most magnificent belt ever created. And it's mine. With America's Fantasy Sports Superstore. FantasyJocks.com Portions of the Sports Fix brought to you by Signs and Ship, the official printing source of the Sports Fix. Locations in Ohio, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Florida. Find out more at SignsAndShip.com Good morning, I'm Bob Picozzi. Happens like clockwork every 77 years. Two years ago, Andy Murray became the first British man to win at Wimbledon since Fred Perry in 1936. Can he make it two Wimbledon titles in three years? In today's quarterfinals, live on ESPN and ESPN2, the three-seed leads Vasek Pospisil, 6-4, 3-4. They are just resuming play after the second rain delay of the day. 
Two-seed Roger Federer leads 12-seed Gilles Simone, 6365. 76ers have signed center Jalil Okafor, the third pick in the NBA draft. The NBA champion Warriors have a decision to make. They've acquired swingman Gerald Wallace from Boston in a trade for two-time All-Star David Lee. But ESPN NBA insider Ramona Shelburne says Wallace may never play a game for Golden State. If they keep him, it costs them an extra $25 million in luxury taxes, plus the $6.5 million that he makes. It's a big financial decision for the Warriors coming up, whether or not they keep Gerald Wallace. The Yankees will activate center fielder Jacoby Ellsbury and closer Andrew Miller for tonight's game with Oakland. Both have been on the disabled list. This summer, stop watching the same old sports highlights and go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They're celebrating games from around the globe, highlighting can't-miss action from sports like soccer and rugby. Summer can be tough for a sports fan, but it doesn't have to be. Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings. Beer. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sports. The Herd on. Now, back to the Sports Fix. I'll talk to him more in just a minute, but you know, I, uh, many, I've heard a wise couple of men say, you can always tell something about somebody by their music, man. And the minute I heard that, that first theme song that they came up for the whole, uh, EC3 era to begin, I said, yeah, yeah. Some people just got cool me back a minute. My main man, as I said, my ace boon coon, baby. All right. My boy, EC3 is going to join us. He is your Current reigning and defending TNA Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, he'll be uh, doing the thing for the theme every week on Impact Wrestling on Destination America. We're going to talk wrestling. We're going to talk sports. Cleveland sports, because guess what? He's Cleveland's own, baby. Don't be fooled by what they tell you on the television box. He is Cleveland's pride here from Northeast Ohio. I'm sure he's got quite a lot of things to say about the the Cavs, the Tribe, maybe even the Browns. I don't know. We're going to talk about all of that with EC3. You guys, of course, can't call because the phone lines are now taken up, but you can use the social media, Facebook and Twitter, 24-7, facebook.com slash thesportsfix. Tweet with us at thesportsfixcle. Email us, thesportsfix at aol.com. Again, coming back, this is The Fix. I'm J-Rock, and tell you, you hear the... uh, so, you know, this is the silly season with the NBA free agency. And, of course, still another 24 hours before teams can sign these contracts that we've heard and that we've talked about. Technically, they're all just verbal deals. And something funny I just saw got an alert right as we came back. Said, breaking story out of L.A. Clippers actively lobbying DeAndre Jordan to reverse his decision to sign with the Dallas Mavericks and stay with what they did in the Clippers and apparently pulling at the heartstrings and DeAndre Jordan is kind of at least giving consideration to that. What would be funny? 
would be A, because obviously, I, I said it the other day, DeAndre Jordan going to the Mavericks is a heck of a, a get for them. But B, Mark Cuban just got fined for talking about the signing. I think it was 50, not that he, yeah, 50,000 to him is a drop in the bucket, but he just got fined 50 or 100K yesterday for comments that he made prematurely about signing him. So that would be a really expensive comment if the guy ends up changing his mind and going somewhere else. But anyways, we can talk some more about that here as we go. And guys, I'm not blowing past the tribe. We'll definitely talk about them in preview tonight and the Astros here later on. But I'm going to go to the phones right now because my guest is waiting. As I said, my man is the world heavyweight champion. Don't be fooled by what anybody tells you. He's the champion of the world. He is Ethan Carter III from TNA Impact Wrestling. He's here with us. EC3, how you doing, my man? Oh, oh, oh hey, hey, hey there, Jerry. Uh, Second-time caller, long-time listener. How's it going? Sweet, man, sweet. Toot, toot. Where's the <laughs> horn for the second-time caller, man? What's up, my friend? How are you doing here? I know last time we had you on the show, you were just getting rolling with the whole EC3 thing. I think it was, you know, within the first month or two of you getting that going. And now here we come. You, you, I think you're in a little slightly different, different place than you were then. Am I, am I right? Something happened. Last yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge, uh, successful world champion. It's uh, pretty cool. You know, last week I defeated Kurt Angle, an Olympic gold medalist with a wrestling move to become the TNA uh, heavyweight champion of the world. And, uh, you know, I'm riding high, baby. Riding real high. Absolutely. Cleveland pride. And, of course, yeah, we'll get into all that. I'll tell your story here a little bit. You know, uh, obviously... On television, you're Ethan Carter the third, but I don't think we're we're breaking down any barriers here to let people know that you started out here in Northeast Ohio, which is why your story here is much more important to this than just you know what you do in the wrestling ring here. But you're from here, you know you've you've come up through. Tell your story, my man. I mean, you are you are Mike. You're just a boy from East Lake or Willoughby, Ohio, right? You're just a, just a kid from uh, Willoughby. Kid from Willoughby, Willoughby, definitely Willoughby. not East Lake. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Although we did train originally in East Lake, we in did. a nice uh, what little warehouse right across the street from the Lake County Captain Stadium, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it's been a long, arduous journey, starting with uh, walking in on day one where I met you, and uh, you know you, you lift me up and down, and you're like, you kind of thought I was something, but then like you didn't want to put me over or like make me have an ego at all, so you kind of like dismissed me, and then. Uh, you asked us to get in the ring, and uh, we all got in the ring, and then you're like, get out. You did it wrong. Huh? So we what? all get out, and you know, you, you taught us our first lesson, which is to wipe your feet on the uh, apron before you get in the ring, and then we were off to the races, and I remember I had to go to the bathroom, so I went over to the uh, bathroom, and I opened. It wasn't a door. It was more so a curtain or some sort of metallic yes. shed-like, shed-like door. Yes. And I opened it, and there was just a giant turd in the toilet that was unflushed. And I was like, oh, is this going to be my career? Just a big piece of crap swimming in water? The symbolism. We were off to the races from there. The symbolism. You know what I mean? It's kind of like... It kind of makes sense if you know what what we're talking about. No, I remember. I do. I literally... 
I remember those days very, very well, man. And of course, you even before that, you were you're from Willoughby South, which many of you guys that listen to the show know. I was the voice of South basketball this past season, so I got to know uh, the guys there, and it was cool because I'd talk to Jim Mormino, the athletic director, and I'd be like, "Hey, you know Mike Hutter, don't you?" He's like, "Oh yeah, man, I remember him." I'm like, "Yeah, man, he's doing the big wrestling thing now," and and we would talk about you, but uh, you know, small world stuff. But yeah, you're a graduate of South, right? That's right. Now, actually, uh, August 22nd, we're going back to South. I believe there's a bar and brawl event, which Willoughby Eastlake is uh, putting together with Willoughby South. And there's some sort of, uh, I'm, I'm just finding out the details about it, but like there's fitness oriented and career goals for students and uh, I guess a bunch of cool stuff. But we're going to have ourselves a little bit of a wrestling show. And uh, now I'm going to bring that TNA World Heavyweight Championship with me and uh, possibly defend it there. So that'll be cool, especially because, uh, I didn't wrestle in the high school gym. It will be south. I just wrestled in a backyard about two miles <laughs> down the road most of the time. But uh, to go back to south and, you know, that'll be pretty cool. So I'm excited about that. But, you know, a lot of the same things happening. That's kind of cool. I didn't know about bringing that up because I didn't know if all the details were brought up. But, I mean, we'll talk about the in-betweens here in a minute. But to come back. And I, whatever, it's folksy, I guess, or whatever. But it's kind of cool to come, put, keep helps keep you level. And, and that's one thing I will say about Mike here, and I'll say about you, is that you've always, through all of this, um, as much as we'll mess with you and call you a superstar, you just suck on your shoulders and and really keeping keeping the grip of reality on things. But but how cool, and yet also a reality check to return home, as you say. You know, hey, LeBron did it, Mo Williams did it, now EC3 is going to do it. And come back to your high school gym, but as the world heavyweight champion. Kind of a nifty moment in the, the big picture. Yeah, and it's weird because I remember a couple times it was I was the uh, the homecoming speech giver for my date, who was running for homecoming queen. And uh, it was an early sign of my uh, promoing because I cut a wrestling promo talking about her basically and uh you know 12 years later or maybe more <laughs> here i'm not back you know and promos kind of saved me and got me to the dance when i got hurt a little bit so uh yeah it's really weird but it's cool and you know keeping humble isn't too hard when you realize at the end of the day you're just your job is your dream job and you you're very fortunate and a lot of people help you help get you there including you so thank Aww. you how sweet. But no, I mean, and that's what I mean. He's not just saying this, you guys, on the radio. That really is is the real guy there talking. And that's one of the things, my man, that separates you. And that also makes it so easy to appreciate the success you're having. That along with the fact that, um, again, and we're skipping a lot of details, but your story along the way. You're not just a big muscle head that said, hey, Jerry, I want to be a wrestler. Hey, let's get off and running. And then you know, I'm doing big wrestling on TV. I mean, you seriously... Um, there's a couple of guys. I point to you. I point to my, our buddy, our mutual buddy, Ray Rowe. A couple of guys who have overcome more than just, hey, I didn't get a chance, or hey, I just haven't got my break, but real, real life stuff. You have been under the knife, what, seven times in your career? Well, two two times were for operations when I was a kid, and then, yeah, you know, I had that bicep tear earlier this year, which got taken care of, but then, uh, you know, a few, few knee, knee hack jobs. You know, kind of sidetracked me a couple times, but in hindsight, they didn't just sidetrack me. They made me get better and stronger and uh, learn different aspects of the game. So, you know, I don't know if everything happens for a reason, but it all eventually tied together and finally worked out. So 
couldn't be couldn't be happier, I guess. And you know, it's so funny because your your kind of your career is so far, anyways, a good example maybe of everything happens for a reason. Because I know, I know, I can think back. 12, 13 years ago, you and I talking and, and different different uh, career paths and way. And I know where you were locked on where you wanted to go, where you wanted to go and you wanted to uh, what you wanted to do and where you wanted to perform and you set yourself on that path. You took yourself down to Louisville, so on and so forth. But life went a totally different way. But look at where you ended up. Clearly, uh, things go the way they're supposed to because you went a completely different path than you had planned and ended up in perhaps a better place than you could have ever imagined. Yeah, I mean, to not gloss over anything I've done, but, like, you know, I went to Louisville to continue training. I was never signed. When uh, WWE had the developmental system down there, they allowed guys to come down and hone their craft with uh, Rip Rogers, and, you know, you only get better when you learn from people that have been around. So, you know, you had to take a new aspect of the game, and I was able to go down there and kind of make a little bit of headway into the torn ACL. I had to come home take care of that eventually i got to try out uh when they moved judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumbacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm in Florida. I got signed and I was in that system for a couple of years until we got called up to the NXT before everyone loved it. It was cool and just a hacky game show. But uh, hacky game show on the internet, and I was on that. Yes, yes. And uh, tried to uh, try to do my best with what was given, and I think I did. But you know, again, that kind of ended, and uh, wasn't really in any sort of spots. And uh, changing of the office structure, and some villain <laughs> took it to me. And you know, whatever, I was done, and it's fine because uh, it only made me better, stronger, and. Uh, Fortunately, found myself in TNA with a golden opportunity, the opportunity I've always wanted. The only thing I've ever needed was that opportunity and kind of ran with it. And uh, here I am today, world champ, uh, killing it, and grateful and humble, even though on TV I am scum and egotistical and a narcissist. But, hey, either way, it's cool. Absolutely. You guys that may be just joining us, we are here. This is the Sports Fix. I'm J-Rock, and my guest is the world heavyweight champion of TNA Impact wrestling ethan carter the third who you can see tonight making not one not two was it three title defenses three. on dust on oh, destination yeah. america tonight three big title defenses and i assure you that uh, all that goodwill i built up with the internet with uh, my title win and uh, this emotional promo i guess i told immediately after that i forgot i even did that kind of caught some steam I'm totally going to torch it and ruin it by just making an absolute mockery of my competition, and it's hilarious, at least to me, and hopefully to some of the viewing audience. For sure, you know, and I, I love, uh, I, by the way, um, you mentioned earlier, and I kind of glossed past it, you have made a habit of 
taking what's been dished out to you and turning it back around. You mentioned it in that promo, whether it's what the fans chant at you, whether it's what has transpired throughout your career, whether it's the, the opportunity you've been given, you, you do the secret to the, to life, not just wrestling, not just radio, not just anything is taking it and making the most out of it that you can. And you have definitely uh, been very successful at, I don't want to say making lemonade out of lemons, but out, out of taking what's been handed to you and making more out of it, no matter what it was. Yeah. I think that's, I don't know, like I've noticed a lot in wrestling with a lot of people who I don't want to say they complain, but they complain about what they get. And there've been times I looked at a sheet of paper and what was written on it being like, what is this? But at the end of the day, you have to look at it. This is an opportunity for you to sell yourself and to make, make something out of nothing. And I think instead of complaining about things, you wrap your mind around what you're given and how to make the best possible thing you can make. And going off what you said too, uh, when I was in FCW, Dr. Tom once told me that no matter what happens, just never take yourself out of the game and you'll find success. And never took myself out of the game, found some inkling of success. And now I'm a big guest on the Sports Fix with my main man, Jerry. Oh, well, you can save that. But it's funny because a mutual friend of ours, a mutual pirate friend of ours, we we both often say the phrase that uh, good wrestlers don't uh, – they don't not make it because lack of talent or because they didn't get discovered. They don't make it because they quit before they before they did. Usually that's uh, that's what ends up happening. But uh, you have kept on. You have continued to pursue. And I want to talk a little bit, too, before we get into off wrestling and talk Cleveland sports, because there's a lot of people that listen. And, I hey, I walk this line every day because I'm a wrestler and I'm proud of what I do and what I've done, but I do radio. And I understand that not every sports fan understands what we do. They don't necessarily understand pro wrestling and vice versa. So I always try to try to cater to everybody here. And and one thing here that I'd love to point out is, and we brought up a couple of names already, is the, the real the real deal athletic side of what we do. And I mean, particularly, you're a good example. You, you mentioned that you won the world heavyweight title from Kurt Angle, who I've put over at no end here on this show. I mean, just a true athlete beyond whatever you may think about the pageantry and showmanship of professional wrestling. He is a legitimate, true athlete, an Olympic, an Olympic gold medalist, a, a true uh, high caliber athlete. You have had the chance to work with so many guys at that level, talk to me about some of that, especially maybe the intimidation factor that comes in with, even though we all have to do what we do. I mean, when you look across and you go, man, hey, man, he broke his neck and kept right. You know that there's a certain level yeah. of, uh, hey, I got to step up my game here. Yeah, I mean, especially Kareem was a great example because, I mean, he won an Olympic gold medal in 96. He put his body through hell to do that. He put his body through hell to become a professional. And, uh, you know, in WWE, he was amazing. He's been in TNA longer than he's been in WWE and just like has held it down. And I think he's 45 now. 46, and he, I think. Like, it's amazing. You know, when, the, when, you're, yeah. when you're looking at your dad when he's 45 years old and he can like, he's like, oh, I'm so old. I can't get out of a chair. I mean, this guy <laughs> just absolutely still in insane shape and really in that match kicked the living crap out of me. <laughs> you know, but like it's of all time is in a pro wrestling ring, and um, there's a lot of great athletes. Some that might not have success in, quote, legitimate sports, and quote, but, you know, find their path in pro wrestling. And it is, it's a grind, it's physical, it takes athleticism, it takes determination, it takes 
a whole slew of attributes that uh, some people might not realize. Would you? Would you? I, I would think, but I don't. Most physically taxing opponent you've had in your in your run. Uh, physically taxing in the sense that you know your step for your best shape, but as far as physically taxing in the sense that uh, there have been other guys, and I texted you about this, but we're not going to talk about it. But other guys <laughs> who are not who are physically taxing because they're they're so god awful and hit you so oh, yes. hard and place leave you for most people for dead you know and that's another thing is like trying to make hypothetically let's just say a giant muscular man with two left feet look like a legitimate athlete by being thrown around by them and the only way you can make it look at it is by sacrificing your entire body to them while they beat it endlessly and unsafely so yeah you know there's two two different flavors <laughs> and you know what? Not just in front of the ring, but you mentioned Tom Pritchard and some guys that wrestling fans may be familiar with. I'll drop one that I know you've at least brushed across uh, and gotten at least a few sittings under the, the wisdom tree, I think. But uh, somebody that any name would recognize, whether you're a, a wrestling fan or not, the Dusty Rhodes, the late Dusty Rhodes who just passed away. That was somebody you, you got a chance to to learn a little bit under that tree while you were going through the WWE system. Absolutely, and ironically enough, I'm wearing a Dusty Rhodes T-shirt as I talk to you. But uh, yeah, he was yeah. he was the main kind of main kind of promo coach coming up in the developmental system, and uh, you know, even in his just the things he would say, even if he couldn't truly apply them because it was such an education and it was far beyond your means to understand. Like it stays with you, and then when you start figuring things out you start realizing what he's talking about. So, um, yeah, he really made me a great talker and to kind of creatively think, even though my first couple of years there, he probably thought I was a dumb idiot, which is fine, because <laughs> I was. You know, but eventually he came around and he kind of realized I, I can I can sling it a little bit. And uh, I only could sling it because I listened to everything he had to say always and forever and kind of was able to slowly apply it. And I know Dusty. I, I was fortunate enough a few times to be able to sit with him at, at uh, some TNA stuff in Nashville a decade ago. And just to listen anything, you're like, hey, man, Dusty Rhodes just gave me some advice, man. Can you believe this, man? You know, and and I so I can appreciate where you're coming from. I'm just curious because I know a lot of times when he works with guys, he really takes it to heart uh, watching them succeed and apply it the whole time that you were gone from there and that you were doing and growing and building the ec3 brand and the whole thing there did you ever hear you know from anything like perhaps that he had seen what you were doing and and saw that you were applying a lot of that because you know you really took that gimmick and ran with it you know like not when i left the WWE immediately but uh i was fortunate enough maybe six months ago there was a big autograph convention and uh he was there and they should go up to him and, you know, just talk to him and thank him for stuff. And then he finally said, hey, you finally, you figured it out. Good for you. I was like, thanks. That's... And then, you know, snapped a picture, and I got that picture. I was very happy I took it because of, you know, eventually what happened. That, uh, at least I had that little moment. But, yeah, I don't know what to say off that besides yes. No, oh, that's excellent. I was just curious. And I, I, I can even dig that moment, too. I Look, I've watched you from a distance all along, and there's a point even up until a couple of years ago where you look, and you can't help it, whether it's your your kids, 
your real life students or your real life kids, your students, whatever it is, if you're in any kind of a of a teaching thing, man, you 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 can't change the way you look at them. It takes forever because they're always your kids and they're always they always, you know, uh, not not need you, but they always are in that vein. And I just remember it was uh, I think it was the stuff you did with Spud and I texted you and and not that you weren't totally coming into your own but i think it was at that moment that i said man you are you are just so the man like you you see them in a different light it's almost like you know when when you see your children beyond just being your children and i'm not trying to be belittle what you've done by saying that but when you see they've become something much bigger than what you, you know what i mean and you go wow and it's so proud to watch and i remember that night you and spud you were in England, and you tore the house down, the crowd. It was just a, such a presentation. One of the better ones that I've watched TNA television do, along with your title win the other day. To me, two of the best television presentations that they've done, and this isn't because you're on the show, was the night you and Spud had the hair match and the title win that you had last week. But I just remember watching that with you and Spud and going, this isn't just a guy who's there. This is a guy who's got command of it, who is truly coming into your own, man. Yeah, like you mentioned that, I remember saying the text, uh, I guess in wrestling, you're, you're always going to be kind of as good as you're going to be, but it becomes a thing about confidence and uh going from plateau to like a quick rise and then another plateau to a quick rise to a plateau. And then, yeah, that was probably the moment where I felt like, I think I have a hold of this, hopefully. And, uh, you know, Spud and I are two guys that didn't come from a similar vein, you know, same age. We weren't two guys relying on a veteran to carry our story. We kind of did it ourselves and, uh, it was good. And, you know, I usually hate everything I do and I did not hate that. So, that's the best definitely, compliment, definitely felt, man. Yeah, definitely felt like jumping up a level. So, kind of be it's the so guy. Spud took a, a massive bullet for my career to really transcend what we're doing next and really set me up for what I'm, what I'm being world champion. That's right. The world champion of Impact Wrestling. He is Ethan Carter the Third, joining us here. He's from Northeast Ohio here, and, and I want to circle back to that. We've talked some wrestling here for a little bit. And uh, last week when you won that title – uh, by the way, you know, until until the, the, the three count goes down, I don't care what is happening, what's supposed to happen, what might happen. You're from Cleveland, so I'm sure that the the other shoe had to drop before you felt like it was official because, as we know, we, uh, we come close many times but no cigar. How did it feel, tongue-in-cheek, to finally bring that championship to Cleveland last week? best I can do for you guys but uh <laughs> not really it was you know it was a culmination of you know a lot of personal and professional hells I had to go through but I made it and what a better way than you know like when we talk about Kurt earlier I didn't become a wrestler because of anybody but a guy like Kurt Angle who I watched on TV and I wanted to do that where I had to be like I have to do that this is awesome this is what I want to do and then to be able to be in the ring with him and have your dream match, so to speak, for a title. I mean, hell yeah. What a combination. I'm all geeked up thinking about it. I mean, but it, Mike, it didn't I'm... really – I didn't Go set ahead. in, you know, even though the, the shoe didn't drop. I was, I think I was the last person who wanted to know what the outcome was going to be. So I, I avoided it as much as possible being a TV. So I just – I didn't – I don't know. I didn't want to know until it was time and then – you know, I won, and it was cool. So, rock and roll. And I'm gonna... 
quickly tell a story that not many people will appreciate this but you and me, but I've done a good job of not having a personal conversation with you up until this point. But I, I even noticed you, you mentioned something after you won about how you used to play around in the yard and pretend to be Kurt Angle. But I was honestly watching that match, and I had a similar thought, but I remembered all of us, you know, the whole group of you guys that came into the gym together, and that was the time when our friend John McChesney was rolling the uh, – the uh, imitate the WWE superstars mode. He was doing the Richard Weed gimmick, and and we were sitting there. We would we would be planning those goofy things, and he'd be doing Kurt Angle stuff, right? You know, and and I just I flashed back to that and going, boy, how far things come in a dozen years, man. Because you know, twelve years ago, we're sitting here putting this goofy stuff together and just having having so much fun, and then seeing you full circle back to that. Let me ask you something now here. Talked about you winning a title in a small scale. Did you think the Cavs were going to beat you to it, my man? Let's talk a little bit about some of the things going on in Cleveland sports while I got you here, man. Talk about the Cavs run. I mean, you can't be disappointed because they gave it hell, man. Yeah, exactly. If anyone's disappointed, I mean, you have your expectations. Uh, I don't want to say too high, but in, in the wrong place because yes. the effort they put in to, I mean, with all those injuries, completely outmatched, outgunned. I mean, it's a testament to them as a team, and I think, I think them losing actually benefits us to even have a longer, greater run because I think everyone is quote all in, and uh, as we can see by the off-season moves, everyone is all in. Hell, we got Jamari Moon politicking on Twitter trying to get back on the <laughs> team. I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, Oh, I talked about that at the beginning of the show, man. I'm like, Booby Gibson somewhere is shooting threes. Damon Jones is on a treadmill right now trying to get back into shape, yeah. dude. I mean, um, but no, they that really, that run uh, the Cavaliers had. And I, I said almost exactly what you just did. I said, this run right here is the reason that the Cavs are probably going to win three of the next four because the motivation that comes out of being so shorthanded and having everything go against you and still almost making it happen, bro, watch out for the Cavaliers the next few years. What do you think about Mo Williams coming home? I, I you know, I like Mo. I think we need a guy that can score, obviously, as we saw kind of towards the end of the uh, run there. But uh, I really hope Delhi still has a spot on the team just for what he brings. Me too, yes. Effort-wise, and, you know, he's cool because he's like a real-life team wolf to me. You know, and I love I love Team Wolf. I think it's great. Doesn't lose a spot, make shots that are open. So I think it's great. I'm happy to see him, and I always like Mo. And uh, maybe they can do some sort of endorsement deal with Mo's burritos. And when they score 100 points, we all get a free burrito. That's cool too. There you go, man. No, I'm a big Mo Mo Williams fan. I was so. Uh... So stoked when Mo got a signed to come back to Cleveland. I was talking about it two weeks ago when the rumors started uh, coming out out there, man. And uh, we'll see. I mean, they've still got a little more money, but I think we're getting an idea here for for mostly what this team – I pretty much think that the only things left is whatever deal they make for the Haywood deal and whether or not J.R. Smith decides to come back. I think Delhi's a, a foregone – I just don't see the market on him that, that somebody's going to offer him crazy money to where he leaves. I think that he'll – He'll take a million and a half, two million a year for the next two or three years, and and be a good third guard for the Cavs. Hell, that's good work if you can get it. So, I hope yeah, so you know, I mean, that's not a bad, uh, not a bad day's pay for a half a day's work. You know, I'm um, just saying, man. Yeah. Uh, 
But uh, what do you think, man? I don't know. Indians, Cavaliers, Cavs are the closest to making something happen. Where are you at on the other teams here, man? I mean, Indians, I refuse to pack in on this season just yet. I don't know if you're a baseball guy or not, but I believe that the Indians still have a, a lot to, to lay on the table in the second half. Well, it's a lifetime season ticket holder, and like you know, during the '90s, I was at majority of those games. So you know, uh, it's just frustrating that they're hitting. So yes. it's so frustrating to like see they get on a run, they drop a few, and then like right. it's very frustrating to see them not hit because they have the talent. It seems, and you know, they made they made attempts in free agency to spend some money, and it just it didn't work out, and that's unfortunate, but. You know, the solid foundation this team has, I think. Maybe it's not this year, but, I mean, at least, you know, they're going to be a good good, good to great mid-card team, I think, in the next <laughs> couple of years. And, and, and hopefully catch fire at the right time and at least He's run. No, I hear you. Frustrating is the word that I've used the most because – They've definitely got some of the best pitching in the league, and we're really seeing that. And that's why I think in the second half, especially, think about it. You hit the dog days of July, late July, August, when teams have now played two-thirds of a season and some of the bats get heavy. With that pitching that we've got, the Indians, if they can just get some consistency in that offense, they'll be the team to, to fear in the second half. Now, if they don't, they'll be every bit as inconsistent as they are. But I think frustrating is the perfect word because we all see what they could be if they if they could be it. That's that's the secret. If we could answer that question, we'd be general managers. But, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We'd be doing some money ball stuff. I'd be Brad Pitt. You'd be uh, whatever his name is. You don't even know. What? You don't Hill. even know. Yeah, Jonah, Jonah Hill. Hill there. I'll be Brad yeah, Pitt. man. Absolutely. But, uh, I'm Jonah Hill post yeah, on the weight I loss. I don't see him catching the Royals, but maybe there's a chance to squeeze in in that second wild card. So. Absolutely. I mean, you're within, what, four or five games there of the wild card. Problem is, as we talk about, they've. we'll see. Last night was a good one. Tonight they got Houston again. How about the Brownies, man? Where are you at on, on the Brownies? I'm at where everybody in Cleveland probably is at. Uh, you know, Hopefully optimistic, but ready to get my heart broken once again. So, you know, are you a Johnny football I think, guy? I cannot remember. You were a Johnny football guy, weren't you? Yeah, I mean, I thought it, I, I, I thought sending texts about wrecking the league was like maybe it's not the right thing to do, but it shows you know a pair of marbles, you know, a couple stones to kind of like want that responsibility, and then when it was kind of given to him, he kind of crapped the bed. So uh, the way I did, I think I texted you my theory too, where it becomes you know, you know, football's a work. So to speak, and uh, Johnny Menzel's basically the rehab. He's had, you know, there's like a training montage, and maybe, you know, Josh McCown goes out game six, and now he's coming in swinging the ball, and you know, they put up a nine seven season, and they, you know, lose in the first round. But this year, they're really built up, but then drop it. And then for Manziel, he goes out of town, he goes to like LA or something, and then with people. That's what I predict. Oh man, <clears throat> that's funny. I, uh, you know, that it would play out much like a, a pro wrestling storyline, except I predicted that he would go out and learn a new hold and then come back and uh, went on a world tour, learned himself a new hold, and then he's going to come back with the claw. And now he's got the magic black glove, and all of a sudden he's got the claw that can't be broken. You know, Unfortunately, we can't book real sports like you can wrestling because then you would just send Johnny away and bring him back with a new hold and a fresh haircut. But unfortunately, yeah, he's... Maybe. 
<laughs> He's still got the maybe, same maybe arm some to new, go with it. Some new, new music and some pyro. Yeah. That's it, man. But the defense, I will say this. Look, our offenses, and I, I have – I downloaded the new uh, the new roster until they released updated rosters that somebody put together. And I'm just going to tell you guys now for the Browns, man. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's McCown, Manziel, Shaw, or Lewis at quarterback. Their offense doesn't move very well unless they're running the ball. But their defense, defense is, is pretty good, man. They, uh, they definitely are going to be very strong defensively this year. And that's a Cleveland thing anyway, man. You lean on the defense, you know. Yeah, well, defense wins championships, apparently, so hopefully, yeah. I guess, because that's all we got this year, brother, is defense and a running game. But, uh, hey, I know we got to wrap up here soon, man. Tonight, people can catch you. I know people listen all over, so there's no point in giving specific numbers, but they can look it up anywhere. Destination America is the, the channel. What time is Impact on, 9 o'clock tonight? It is, a, it is on every Wednesday at 9 o'clock. I believe it's a replay at midnight. Set your DVRs at the very least. You watch it within three days because that's what we're based on. But yeah, 9 o'clock Wednesdays, Destination America. Three title defenses tonight, the next week, maybe three more. Who's to say? But uh, there's some cool stuff happening over there, despite what you may hear. And uh, I think it's also the best. And we're, we're looking good and rocking and rolling. And. I'm kind of at the helm now, so responsibility falls on me to make or break it. So, absolutely, that's like the I, best. But you know, it's the responsibility I want. So, and like I said earlier, and I mean this: if you are in, like what he just described, if you're one of those people that goes, "eh, I don't like some of the things they've done before," I hear where you're coming from. But I can tell you that the presentation of last week's television show, in general, not just your title win, by the way, but the whole show, the the Iron Man match, all of that, uh, one of the best presentations they've done so guess what you can't fix yesterday but you can definitely make tomorrow better and you and what they did last week that's a heck of a first stop man and and i'm not gonna lie man i want to know when i get my title shot i want a title shot at this thing man i'd be remiss we remiss to maybe not give you one so i don't know what if we say uh august 22nd <laughs> bring it down to the hometown uh boy will be ohio We'll we'll have to get your people to talk to my people, man. But uh, no, you, you're doing well, great, man. And uh, I can't wait to see you there. August 22nd, Willoughby South. We'll probably end up promoting that show quite a bit here on the Sports Fix. So maybe you and I can even get you on here uh, heading into that and talk about it some more. Oh, 100%. I'll be a third-time caller, record-breaking. Third-time caller, baby. I love it. Hey, anything else going on? Any shout-outs you want to give before you go, my man? I know your parents. By the way, are did you have your parents? At, are, are they a part of something coming up? <laughs> no, they were at the... Uh, was that not for, for the, TV? Was that, was match, that just dark yeah. match stuff? EC2, okay. my old man, he's, he's yes. pretty... Uh, popular with the uh, the local crowd and the people in the back. And, uh, <laughs> we actually did, after cameras were off, you know, celebrating my big title win, I had a big celebration, and I brought my mom and dad in there. And, of course, uh, the dastardly rockstar spud interrupted it and wound up kicking my dad in the, uh, you know, nether regions and kissing my mom. And it was a big, huge, nasty ordeal, but it'll never see TV, as it never should, because it was just brutal. But it was fun. And... Uh, yeah, they're there every now and then, but they won't be back for a while because I'm out of flyer miles. 
I love your parents, by the way, man. And uh, uh, good, good stuff. I just, I was doing something last night and I read that and I said, man, that, that and, and it, the, the report wasn't sure if it was for TV or not. And I'm like, that, that can't be for TV. Even that's too, that's too ridiculous even for him. Like there was a lot of ridiculousness that I read in that, but it's so cool that you were able to let your, your parents be a part of having some fun with what you're doing. Cause you only get to do this once. That's true. And you know? my dad is not a ham, and he cannot be put in public percent for uh, public places like that. And he was, <laughs> when he found out he was about to get hit in the junk, he was very nervous. And, uh, <laughs> quote, Tommy Dreamer, quote, Tommy Dreamer, he's the worst seller I've seen since uh, Al Wilson. So, you know. Oh, Tommy yeah. Dreamer, what a small world. That kind of, kind of going to that training session with Tommy Dreamer kind of started the ball rolling that led to a lot of the things that led to a lot of the things, man. And then you come full circle. Yeah. You gotta love that, man. EC3, Damn. Damn, the, the, the TNA Impact Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I don't care what magazine tells you. He's the world champion. How do people communicate with you? You've got thousands and thousands of followers on Twitter, right? Yeah, I mean, well, hey, the, the magazine retracted that statement now but uh, no one's covering that but oh you know, did they whatever. i mean i'm not gonna lie i didn't yeah. i mean i haven't read an issue of pro wrestling illustrated since like the nwo was still relevant so i don't know man but uh but no i'm joking i hear you man but i i, I was like who are come on man seriously like my boy wins it and now you're gonna do that get out of here with that man yeah, whatever doesn't affect my check exactly at ethan carter tna that's your twitter handle that's right. Any other way they can get a hold of you? I know you don't like to be bothered by your fans, but when they do want to bother you, is that the best way to do it? Uh, I'm on Instagram at TheRealEC3 and via email at bookec 3 at gmail.com. But, yeah, it's been a pleasure, my friend, but I'm one minute away from my, my next Let's call. Let's do it. So I got to jump off here, and uh, I will see you in a couple weeks right back here, and then I'll see you August 22nd, and we'll be south Hot. Damn right. Can't wait. Have a good one. Good luck tonight, champ, and I'll talk to you again soon. Thank you, buddy. You got it. That is Northeast Ohio's own, whether you want to call him Mike Hutter, the Deviant, Derek Bateman, or the world champion Ethan Carter III, and uh, August 22nd, he's bringing that title home, bringing the belt to Willoughby South High School. Big homecoming coming just about five weeks from now. We'll talk more about that, but catch him tonight. Destination America is the channel. Many of you uh, get it on your various cable packages. Look that up. He'll be defending the title three times tonight live on Destination. Well, almost live. Well, no, actually, this week's not live. Yeah, whatever. It's live. As, you never saw it, right? That means it's live tonight on Impact, 9 p.m. We're going to take a break, come back, talk a little tribe, set the stage for tonight and more. Don't go anywhere. Still more Sports Fix coming up next. The Sports Fix, your choice for intelligent talk. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Uh, intelligent talk. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. These guys must be on the wrong station. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get them away. Hey, boo. Boo. The Sports Fix. 
Hey, guys, before we go to the break, I want to talk to you a little bit again about our good friends at Harry Buffalo North Olmsted, the UFC, the ultimate fighting championships, some of the hottest fights in the world today, each and every one of their huge events. Harry Buffalo is one of the few places in Northeast Ohio you can go there and watch each and every UFC fight at the Harry Buffalo. And let me tell you, I've been there. The people are out the door. They are to the rafters. It is one of the craziest environments for some UFC fights. Wing Mondays, they've got great deals on wings and drinks. And every day of the week, there's a different special, a different deal. And don't forget the Bison Burger, the unbelievable. It is the combination of a fantastic burger and eating healthy combined into one unbelievable sandwich you have got to get a bison burger while you're there so whatever you're looking for whatever day of the week monday through friday saturday sundays there's something for you at the harry buffalo north olmstead just outside great northern mall check them out today harry buffalo join the herd it's the sports fix we'll be right back Fantasy sports lovers, you put so much time, hard work, and effort into playing week to week that it quickly stops being a fantasy and, and starts, starts getting, getting real. real. And when the smoke clears, you want to show off those victories with a real prize. I mean, a really real prize. Nobody, Nobody does, does that, that like, like Fantasy, fantasy Jocks. Jocks. The crew over at Fantasy Jocks have beautiful, high-quality, and heavy-duty championship belts, rings, trophies, and so much more for all your fantasy sports needs. There's literally only one place to go. FantasyJocks.com In 50 feet, turn left. Why are you driving so slowly? After a few drinks, I'm taking it slow. Well, you're not fooling the cop behind you. What? Get ready to pay in .1 miles. Getting pulled over for buzz driving could cost you around $10,000 in fines, legal fees, and increased insurance rates. Nothing kills a buzz like getting pulled over for buzz driving because buzz driving is drunk driving. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. The Sports Fix is now available every day on the world's largest internet radio service, iHeartRadio. Download the free iHeartRadio app, subscribe to the show, and get your fix. Hey, everybody. Listen up. Listen up, guys. Hey, guys. Listen, listen up. up. No one should ever hit a woman. Not their wife, not their girlfriend. Not their date. No woman should have to fear violence, especially not from someone they know and trust. But that's the reality for too many women. We have to change it. It's up to each of us, because even one is too many. Violence against women hurts all of us. Growing up, I was ashamed and afraid of my father when he abused my mom. The worst abuse of power is when a man raises his hand to hurt a woman. We all have to take responsibility. So if you see someone threatening a woman, step up. Speak out and get help. Dating violence hurts all of us. So step up and help end it. Because one is too many. One is too many. One is too many. One is too many. End the violence. Because it's wrong. Because one, one is too many. Hey, you guys are rocking with Reggie Germany, former wide receiver of the Buffalo Bills and Ohio State Buckeye. You're rocking with the Sports Fix. This is how we do it. 
Welcome back to the Sports Fix Live. J-Rock back with you here, wrapping it up. Final segment of the show. We'll talk some tribe here as the Indians break that losing streak last night. Beat a good Astros team here, and there's another one on tap tonight. I want to thank my man, EC3, Ethan Carter III, the world champion of TNA and Impact Wrestling. As I said, you can catch him tonight. Destination Impact, 9 p.m. television show on Destination America and He'll be here, as he said, August 22nd at Willoughby South High School. I may just have to take him up on that uh, title opportunity. You know, I, I just, I hate to, I hate to ruin a friend's life. I mean, look, you heard him. We just talked for 45 minutes and his life is going so good. I don't want to have to take that from him, but I will. I will if I, you know what? This just may be something I have to think about. But anyways, thank you guys for having us here and for being with us and for Mike being with us and enjoying it and all of that. You know what I'm saying, guys. Enjoy him tonight on TV. And uh, and we'll be... Oh, by the way, we're not in the studio tomorrow. You know, as I'm sitting here making sure I cover my bases before we get into the final segment. We are out of the house tomorrow. We will be live wrapping up the week on Friday with Jonathan Knight, the sports writer extraordinaire. Mike Brandenberry from DidTheTribeWinLastNight.com as well in the house. And we'll set the stage for the weekend. But again... Hey, that gives people another 24 hours to listen to. Great interview. Good sit down. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it as well. Again, thanks to Impact Wrestling for providing the champ. The champ was here. Ethan Carter III, and thanks to him for joining us here on the Sports Fix, you guys. All right, getting back into it. Phones are open all night. Let me know what you thought of the interview. I love to hear from you guys. 216-539-7535. Facebook, Twitter, email. Facebook.com slash the Sports Fix. Tweet with us at the Sports Fix. CLE, email us. The Sports Fix at AOL.com. Indians. Corey Kluber, he didn't know what to do with himself last night as the Indians gave him a lead right off the uh, right off the rip. He didn't know how to start. Man, what is this? I'm, it's the second inning, and I'm up one to nothing. And uh, it looked like it was going to be a typical Corey Kluber. They, hey, they still only gave him two runs, but he was tight walking through that one nothing lead for a while. But when you were pitching the way he was last night, you didn't need it. He went six and two thirds shut down innings last night against the Astros. And Corey Kluber took care of business. I mean, he's come off a tough stretch. His last six starts, he's 0-4 with two no decisions and pitched well enough to win in at least four of those games. But last night, he gave up just five singles in the game and only allowed one Astros runner to get to third base. So definitely a a pick-me-up for Corey Kluber. The Indians gave him just enough offense. Michael Brantley had a home run to add a second run to that lead. McAllister and Brian Shaw wrapped things up and saved a little bit on the uh, bullpen there as Allen had the night off. But Kluber and the Tribe get the victory. Kluber coming in, <laughs> lowest run support in Major League Baseball, 2.43 runs. They gave him less than that last night. But, you know, and here's the thing. If you listened to what Terry Francona was talking about after the game, you guys, he said that the the kind of the impressive thing, and I at least that's what I took out of it as impressive, was that, Kluber didn't have his best stuff last night. He was kind of up and down a bit, up on some of his pitches. Uh, His cutter was so-so. But as Terry Francona said, he was really able to rely on that fastball. 
and uh, he was really pounding guys inside and controlling things, but didn't necessarily have his A stuff and was able to go out there and make it hold up. Had some good defense behind him, too. How about it? In the sixth inning, you had Michael Bourne with the catch. Then Francisco Lindor. Oh, Lindor's was so good, the Indians had to gif it and send it out for all of us to see it a few more times. Uh, as that kid continues to make you real excited with what he does with the leather here. Looking ahead over the next couple of years. Uh, gonna be gonna be freaking amazing, you guys. Uh, something else to note in the game: uh, Carlos Santana dropped first time all year. He's been dropped in the lineup, dropped down to number seven here in Terry Francona's lineup. And guess what? At least for one game, it it helped because Santana was able to get a couple of hits there. We'll see. Maybe that change will help. I don't know. Oftentimes we see that they'll make changes like that, and it'll have a short term effect, and then it'll kind of come back to the medium. So we'll have to see uh, what that does. But something's got to be done. I, I was reading in the uh, in the Plain Dealer, uh, was it just yesterday, Zach Meisel had a breakdown on, uh, no, actually it was early this morning. I thought it was from yesterday. It was from today, yeah. Uh, released this morning, just kind of talking about Carlos Santana and you know and we've brought this up I mean this is nothing we did a whole show with Mike Brandenberry a couple weeks ago kind of going through this whole thing but Carlos Santana is such a frustrating I guess ties to him as well too with what he can do versus what he can't do and what the Indians need him to do in so many of the advanced metrics that many people hang their head on nowadays he shows you why there's still a spot on a team from him and then in other statistics not so we'll see i mean terry francona as we've seen he waits a long time to make these moves took him forever to drop michael Bourne. took him even longer to make him a bench player or a part-time platoon player you know you know what the process of breaking that down came real quick after the first move but here now santana first time all year he's going to be moved down i'll tell you what I mean, not like I'm just magically expecting Santana to start hitting, but with him down in there and, and you know, he's had trouble with runners on, on base. He's hit better with the bases empty, and so maybe this helps. But if you can get him going, the, the bottom half of that lineup has needed something to bridge the bottom to the top. I don't know. I'm looking for rainbows here, but you gotta you got to find something because Carlos Santana, to me, brings enough tangible value that you don't, I don't know, man, you don't just walk away. At the same time, how long do you wait for that? But I'll throw Jason Kipnis out there. Here's the perfect transfer over to that, is that I'll make the argument all day long that up until, what, two months ago, many of you were making the Carlos Santana argument about Jason Kipnis. He had two good months, and the rest of the time he's a 220 hitter, and maybe he's just not as good as people thought he was going to be. And, hey, hey, maybe he's still not. Maybe he's doing a Lonnie Chisenhall here. I don't mean this. I'm just throwing out devil's advocate. Maybe he's De Lonnie Chisenhall here. Maybe he's having a hot run, and he's – I disbelieve that. I think Jason Kipnis is what we saw before and what we're seeing now. I think his injuries really affected his swing and really threw his whole game off for a while. It took him a long time to get back to where he needed to be. But – how many guys, if you're being honest, go through your timelines. You know, Facebook's got a great thing where you can scroll back like six months or a year at a time. Go back and look at how many people heading into this season 
where you could take the sentence and just replace Kipnis with Santana because many people were making that same argument that he is what he is and he had one hot run and the Indians need to trade him while he's got some little bit of value here before so on and so forth. Same thing you're hearing here. I believe that Carlos Santana has the ability to make a comeback like Jason Kipnis has and get back to where he, he should be and then be be able to, I, I don't know, I could be wrong. He's got to make some changes. He's got to shorten up the swing, especially with two strikes. He's got to follow some more pitches. He's got to be, he's got such a good eye sometimes that I think it hurts him. You watch him take the third strike from time to time. He's got to shorten up the swing. He's got to be able to hit that curveball a little bit. But he's like, I don't know, man, get Joe Boo some rum. I'm not saying that, it's a flip of the switch thing, but I just, I don't know. I'm on that side of Carlos Santana, and many of you are on the other side. We'll see what side the Indians are on. But I'm just saying, tell me that you didn't make the same argument about Jason Kipnis six months ago or even three months ago that many of you are making about Santana now. Let's see what happens, moving him down in the lineup, maybe taking the pressure off, maybe maybe something. Will, I don't know what got Jason Kipnis going. Whatever it is, pour it in a bottle and give it to Carlos Santana. Anyways, Indians, Astros, getting ready to do the thing again here. Tribe snapped that losing streak. Now getting ready to take a, oh, Trevor Bauer taking the mound here tonight. Coming off of <laughs> and another uh, a great appearance by him last time he went out there. Um, and don't forget the first time that he played the Houston Astros. He had the no-hitter. It was a six-inning no-hitter because he had five walks and 11 strikeouts and 111 pitches. But uh, the Tribe bullpen took it all the way towards uh, the ninth inning. I think they got to one out in the ninth on that one before they gave up the hit. Then again, last week, they came even closer than that with Carrasco. But uh, Trevor Bauer had a good game against Pittsburgh last week. First 10, start, or first 10 batters went down in that start. Only gave up the McCutcheon home run, six and a third innings. He really had control of that game before the uh, rain delay had seen him take a seat on the bench. So Bauer taking it against the Astros here. Houston has done a good job this season, as we've talked about, 49-37. and 37. Uh, They stymied the Indians to start this series. Last night, Tribe got a little bit of vengeance. Straley's going to take the mound for the Astros. Definitely a winnable game for the Tribe here. 7-10 first pitch. Trevor Bauer looking to follow up that excellent start against Pittsburgh with another one here against Houston. We'll see what happens there. We'll talk about it here as well. The remainder of the series tomorrow, we'll be talking about both of these games on Friday when Jonathan Knight joins us, when Mike Brandeberry joins us. We'll get you set for the weekend series as well as the Tribe homestand continues. Any changes in NBA free agency will be here. Don't forget again, not in studio tomorrow thursday we'll be out make sure you hey if you're looking for something to do tell somebody to enjoy this episode here with ec3 from tna impact wrestling who joined us earlier and then you all get back here live friday same bad time same bad channel noon daddy across the sports fix radio network we love you cleveland and beyond whatever you're doing have fun doing it and enjoy it and do the hell out of it and then come back here friday noon Live, we'll see you right here, baby, on the Sports Fix. Sun rays must still about the paper. Gotta make sure the lights on. Just a mistake on the lake to you, but this is my home. Headed it on my arm. Then I represent that. Hold me up for Cleveland. I will tell the president that. Hardest yeah, we've been there. Made some of the greats here. Midwest best. This is MGK's yeah. Shouts out to St. Clair. Uptown, yes, y'all. Heading to the flats. Get it, pop.
stepping up with Steph Floss. Old state monster, this the home of King James. We are not the empire, but this is where the kings play. Any city that we visit